Okay, we're in motion. Awesome. This is Greg Bridges, and joining us is a sister of multiple talents, actor, screenwriter, producer, and director among them. She's been seen in the films Never Heard, South Central Love. She's appeared in the show Dear White People, and she's writer, director, and producer of the web series Blue Laces. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Miss Christina Cooper. <laughs> Thank you so much. How's it going? It's going cool, sis. It's going cool. You know, um, you've got a lot of achievements that I just listed, but one of the things that really caught my interest is a new project that you're working on called Rising Six, where you really get to flex your superpowers and show us the uh, other dimensions of your creativity. Talk to us a bit about Rising Six. How did this come about? Yeah, so I honestly, I mean, I grew up, you know, my dad used to always take us to the $5 movie theaters, and I just grew up watching movies. Superhero movies have always been my fave. Um, I'm still kind of, like, learning um, about the whole directing aspect and filmmaking in general because I'm fairly new to it, but... Um, I just thought making something that hasn't necessarily been done yet. Um, of course, there's, you know, plenty of superhero movies, and we have The Black Panther now, um, uh, which was definitely just a light in the superhero world for people of color. But I wanted to, you know, being a young filmmaker and being um, in this current generation, I know what um, a lot of us not only maybe, like, want to see, but need. And I feel like that's a superhero movie that has, every race you can think of. And I know, you know, some people in the superhero uh, world might not agree with that, but um, me being, you know, a, a filmmaker that wants to inspire change for people of color, I want to be the, the first to, to attempt that. So that's what I'm trying to do with Rising Six. Hey, well, right on with that. Um, <laughs> give us a synopsis of Rising Six. Yeah, so basically Rising Six is going to follow six different uh, characters that basically um, end up getting these superhero powers from the government, but it's more so like they get it by product, so it's like an ironic situation to where they don't know that they've received it. They receive these powers, and they end up fighting this global battle for the government, but they find out that this global battle that they're fighting for the government is actually to put out their people, because all six of these characters come from poverty-stricken areas. So they end up, you know, kind of realizing that, and they're like, you know what, we don't want to fight against our own people because this is what we come from, and they kind of go through this self-analysis thing. And um, there's, there's a happy ending, though, for sure there's a happy ending. But, yeah, so it's about that. I wanted to try to include um, realistic aspects, almost like a, a Jordan Peele Get Out, but like a superhero version. So I want to throw in some gems. Um, that are kind of like you kind of have to really think like, oh, what does that mean? Or is that really going on right now in this day and age? But make it into this like comic superhero type of film. So it's going to be a, a mixture of all different types of stuff going on. Right, right. Well, one of the things that I, I was thinking about when I first saw the uh, the, the promo shot for Rising uh -huh. Six, um, uh -huh. I started thinking about how, you know, in the past, we didn't see people that look like us in these superhero movies, especially in those roles. Yeah. And especially, you know, someone young and female. But now you have, um, well, before you had Storm with the X-Men. Right. Uh, you had Vixen. You know, now you have um, Riri Williams, who is the new Ironheart. You know, yeah. you've got the uh, the sisters in the family of Black Lightning. 
Um, so I think it's really cool that you are, are bringing that view to the screen. Uh, talk about that for a minute, you know, because yeah. as you mentioned, superhero movies have been around, but rarely do we get, have we gotten to see us, although that has increased recently. But right. even with that, rarely do we get to see, you know, a young sister in that role. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I definitely am the young, you know, I'm 25 now, but um, I, I'm trying to break some barriers. And also, my purpose in making films isn't about, okay, let's make this, how much money can we get from it? Or I just want to be famous. Like, that's not what it is. I put myself, obviously, in my own films because I'm trying to market myself as well because I am an actress, but I also am a filmmaker, so I'm trying to bring on you know, upcoming talent um, from my city, from around the world, just people of color, of all colors, you know, um, up as I try to rise as well. And um, my main thing with Rising Six was I want to showcase these different ethnicities, including, you know, because I'm half black and I'm half Asian, but I want to showcase, you know, uh, women of color like African Americans, um, as well as Hispanics. And Asian, so we actually do have an Asian superhero, and we have a Hispanic superhero. We have um, a black male, a black female. We do have a Caucasian person as well. But I just wanted to kind of showcase that um, different ethnicities can come together, no matter where they come from. They can come together as a team and um, um, just fight for what's right. So that's kind of my goal with um, Rising Six is to show a movie that shows different races coming together and getting along and being in these powerful um, uh, characters, I guess. Because uh, it's, it's hard, you know, not only for uh, women of color, like African-American women, but even, you know, Asians and Hispanics, other people of color also right. don't really see themselves in this light. So I want to, you know, I want these young, um, you know, all races to grow up and see themselves like, oh, like, there's a superhero that looks like me for once, and I can do that. And when I see another superhero kid that's, you know, maybe black or something, that I can get along with them, and we can be a team, we can work together, we can come together. The government, you know, or whoever it is, tries to divide us. Then I feel like I want to showcase something that shows that we can stick together and um, be powerful, if that makes sense. Indeed, it does. It's our guest, Christina Cooper, um, filmmaker, uh, actor, producer, writer. You know, you mentioned you're, you're, you're new to this directing game, you say. Yeah. But, yes. you know, I really appreciate the way that you've um, you're taking the reins. You know, this won't be your first uh, role as as director, you've also written, directed and produced the web series Blue Laces. Um, tell us how yeah. that came about. Yeah, so Blue Laces, um, it came about more so based on, um, it was a, not a spinoff, but I did a short film called Loyalty, which turned into the other movie, South Central Love, and that was based um, off of a personal situation that I went through um, due to gun violence. But I made Blue Laces <clears throat> for people that I've been through similar situations, but more so geared towards uh, police brutality. So. Um, and that's kind of, we're still in redeveloping the whole show now that we have um, some budget to work with. But um, when we first filmed the first season, it was basically, I wanted to showcase what families go through after losing um, a victim, I'm sorry, not a victim, a family member due to police brutality. Because I feel like it's a different um, situation um, compared to losing someone 
due to gang violence. I mean, it, it, you're still losing someone, so the pain is there, the hurt is there. But um, I just want to showcase, like, what goes on on both sides. Like, what is the police? Um, what is their, you know, a point of view after a situation like that happens? What is the family's point of view? And just kind of follow that. And, like, just different situations. So it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy uh, meets the hood. So it's like, you know, you got the CSI aspect, you got the hospital setting, but you also have the streets. Because I'm, I'm from L.A. I grew up in the streets, and I just want to showcase um, the urban community, but I, I, I am kind of transitioning into um, showing the streets as they are, as they were, but also I want to showcase, um, you know, as African-Americans in a more positive light, not only just our struggle because we don't want to relive that, you know, over and over again. So I'm trying to find that balance and kind of tell different stories um, with whole different plot lines. So I don't want to stick to just that, you know, street life hood film for the rest of my life, but I do want to tell just inspiring stories in general. But, yeah, that's that's where Blue Laces came from for the most part. You know, that sounds kind of timely, especially considering, um, you know, I mean, the subject matter of yeah. of, of um, a family's experience losing a family member to police violence. You right. know, that yeah. seems kind of timely, especially considering the, the uh, recent verdict um, in the murder of Botham Jane. Right, uh, right. You know, um, how much of your storytelling comes from the news around us? Um, how much of it comes from, you know, just general life around you? And how much of it just comes from out-and-out out imagination? Oh, man. Um, honestly, to be a, a completely honest, a lot of my storytelling recently have came from real-life experiences. Um, like my self-central love movie, uh, my ex-boyfriend was shot and killed in the jungle, so that is what inspired me to write that. And um, Blue Laces, that was, you know, I, I knew just kind of seeing out in the world people losing, you know, their sons or their husbands due to the, the police brutality that was going on, still goes on till this day. Um, and I want to shed light on that and just kind of, you know, because I'm very... I, I, I'm, I'm strong in my beliefs, but at the same time, I'm very open-minded. So I want to give perspective um, to both, kind of just like all around and just try to really understand, show people the real is like my goal. But um, I, I get a lot of experience, um, I'm sorry, ideas from real life. Um, with The Rising Six, though, we're getting, um, it's going to be a fiction for the most part since it's a superhero film, but I, I'm going to try to mix in you know, some real aspects, but a lot of it is going to be um, imaginative and lots of imagination and um, VFX. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was just going to ask you about writing uh, Rising Six. Um, where did the idea and development of the characters come from, the, the, specifically the characters who are in the superhero roles? Yeah, so basically um, Rising Six, I wanted to... Kind of, um, not, I don't want to say in a stereotypical way, but I wanted to show that, like, these, these stereotypes that people make about these um, communities, I want to show the power that's in that, if that right. makes sense. So, like, um, uh, for example, the, let's see, um, there's an African-American male that I have as a character. He starts off, because I, I grew up in the street, so, you know, I was surrounded by different types of people. Not everyone in the hood is a gangbanger. I don't want that to be you know, the, the situation, but 
um, the character that I, I wanted to create, he does start off as a gang member. He's, you know, this hard, tough dude. Um, he grows up in the streets, and he's just super tough, super hardcore. And, um, you know, he, he might have, you know, shot a few people here and there, been in some drug deal situations, whatever it is. But when he gets his powers, he turns into this, this healer where he can heal um, people's wounds. He can heal mentally, emotionally. He can heal almost anything. And um, I think it'll be super, super interesting to see um, that transition. And I, I want to showcase that, you know, um, black men don't always have to be hardcore and, like, the strong guy in the movie, that they can be the sensitive, um, healing, um, you know, something like something different than what we normally see um, our African-American male characters as. I want to showcase the loving side of them, if that makes sense. And, like, um, uh, yeah, it's, like, different different stuff like that is, like, what I'm going for. Um, our Hispanic um, superhero character, it's going to follow him from um, his household. Because we're taking kind of, like, different countries, so he's going through this immigration thing with Mexico, but basically, when he gets his powers, he gains knowledge and he can speak multiple languages. So it's like, it's like different stuff like that where we're tying in real life, but we also kind of um, either like the superhero power enhances what they already have, or it's kind of like something that they were missing that <clears throat> by the end of the movie they kind of learn, oh, this is actually better. And it kind of, you know, because every superhero movie teaches them something. So. Right. That, that was the, the goal that I had in mind for that. But I'm actually teaming up with um, a co-writer named Dylan, um, Dylan Cross. He's, he's awesome. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to kind of get the whole rundown. It's going to be action-packed, super, super dope. Sounds like it. And it sounds like something to definitely look forward to. Um, now, one of, the, one of the big things or one of the key things about superhero movies uh-huh. isn't only their powers, but right. also their names. So, yes. you know, you can't you can't be a, a real superhero with a corny name. So, Definitely. what are some of the names of the folks and uh, their their character names in the uh, in Rising Six? So we're actually still um, developing like the character names because we're kind of changing stuff around um, and like finalizing that. But um, right now, I, I honestly am in the the thought process of keeping their names. Kind of like, because I want it to seem like, I know it's fiction, it's it's imaginative, but I want it to seem like to these, you know, younger folk, like, oh, this is actually possible. So I want to keep it as realistic. Like, there's not going to be, like, buff superheroes walking around. It might be just like your everyday, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. So I, <laughs> I might keep the names just like regular names, um, but I know when they do get their powers, we're thinking of just keeping it um, by numbers. So number one would just be number one, you know, when they're in battle. Okay. You know, like, number one, catch this, number, you know, type of thing. Or we might just stick to, like, the names that we give them as they're, you know, when they're human-like. <laughs> so we're trying to still kind of decide on that. But, um, yeah, we're trying to make it – we don't want to make it corny, so we, we got you. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sister. Well, you know, it looks like um – as I mentioned, it looks like we've got something to look forward to with Rising Six. When do you uh, project that this will be out for the public to, to see and enjoy? Yes, so we're aiming for the end of 2021. Uh, we're going to start filming in 2020. And then, um, yeah, our goal is to release at the end of 2021. 
And we will be um, also going, doing our Academy run with this movie as well. All right on. Best wishes to you with Rising Six and with the rest of your career. And if you happen to write a role for a mild-mannered DJ in there... um... You know what? (laughs) It's so funny you say that because I'm actually thinking about having... I mean, we'll have, like, you know, a news scene with, like, broadcasting, but I want to have, like, a radio thing, too, like, with the whole, you know, the global battle thing that's going on. It's going to be announcements going on worldwide, so we can make that happen. I'm sure we can definitely make that happen. Well, I'm throwing my hat in there. Right. (laughs) Christina, I want to thank you for taking time with us and, again, wishing you the the very best and brightest moments with your career. Um, And looking forward to checking Rising Six in 2021. What else do you have coming up uh, currently? So right now, South Central Love um, just did its its theater run recently in the last few months. So um, there's a network that's interested. I'm not allowed to say who just yet, but um, it's going to be coming to your TVs pretty soon. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's basically it. And we're we're, we're already in um, pre-production for... um, Rising Six location scouting and going to start castings in January. Well, again, right on to you, sister, and uh, thanks for the time. And big up and best wishes with Rising Six, um, South Central Love, and all that you're doing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Looking forward to seeing you at Afro Comic Con, hopefully. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 